0: In the Hamdalilla, Nahmedu, who wants to re know who wants to go. When I rode the Billahim in Shururi and Fusina, Women say ye at Yamalina, May Hadihilahu Fala Mudilla, Women Yodlil Fala Ilaha illallah, Wahdahu La Shari Wa Washedu Anna muhammadan Abduhu wa Rasulu. Ya ayyuhaladheena amanu attaqullaha attaqullaha haqqa tukatih wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Amma ba'du fa inna asdaqal hadithi kitabullah wa khairul hadhi muhammad sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa shagwal umuri muhdathatuhah wa kulla muhdathatin bidaha وكل بدعة ضَلَالَهُ وكل ظلاء في النار ثم أما بعده إن حديث رواه البخاري عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهما he mentions an advice the prophet صلى الله عليه gave him directly and then a message he صلى الله عليه gave to the entire ummah a man in which he has urged and commanded us, advising us to live our lives in order for us to be successful in the akhirah, to find the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and to live in happiness forever in the highest levels of Al-Jannah. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala he says, أَخَذَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ بِمَنْ but the Prophet ﷺ, he held him by his shoulders. And he said to him ﷺ, كُنْ فِي الدُّنْيَا كَأَنَّكَ غَرِيبُ Make sure you live in this world. Make sure you make yourself in this world. Make sure you act in this world. Make sure you act, you behave, you react, your mannerisms, your characteristics, your etiquette, everything about you in this world is as if though you are a gharib or aabir al-sabeel. It's as if though you are a stranger in a place you don't know. Or you are aabir al-sabeel, you're a traveler that just reached, an area before he is making his way towards his final destination. You haven't reached your final destination, make sure you live your life in this world. He says, وسلم, making sure you are either a stranger or you're a traveler. Abdullah bin Umar تعالى, he said, after Prophet said this to me, he said, and his advice, him this Sahabi to everyone else. He says, Ida am Saita. He says, fala Tadr al-Sabah, wa ida asbahta, Falaatan Tadr al-Masa, Wa khul bin suhatik lima dik, wa min hayatik, limotik. Abdul ibn Umar radiallahu tala and said after he was given this advice, Ida Ida am Saita. If ever you wait or you reach the night, you reach the evening, then don't wait, don't ponder, don't think you're going to reach the morning. And if you wake up in the morning, you have with you the morning, you have with you the hours, the days that Allah has blessed you the time in the morning, then don't wait and don't think you're going to reach the evening and take from your health before you become ill. Wa min hayatik and take from your life before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he takes you. This hadith, the advice of the Prophet, and then the advice of Abdullah bin Radiyallahu anhuma they form for us our brothers or sisters in Islam. A model for each of us to live our lives. And this is what Imam Ibn Hajar al Haytami, Rahimahullah, ta'ala, he says, هذا حديثun شريف, عظيم القدر, جليل الفوائد, جامع لأنواء الخير, وجوامع المواعي. فانظر, he says, إلى ألفاظه, ما أحسنها وأشرفها وأعظمها بركة. He says rahimahullah ta'ala This hadith, this advice of the Prophet sallallahu Is a mighty hadith Which has many many benefits It combines all types of good It is beautiful in his speech Excellent, excellence in his advice And you find in it great blessings everywhere The scholars of Islam they say Whilst breaking down this hadith they say, what did he mean sallallahu alayhi wa When he said, كَأَنَّكَ كَأَنَّكَ كُنْ فِي الدُّنْيَا كَأَنَّكَ Be in this world as if though you're a stranger. What does he mean by a stranger? And what is the benefit of being a stranger? What are the blessings of being a stranger? Why is it so mighty and so great? Like Ibn Hajj al mentions, why is it so mighty and so great? For the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to advise us to be strangers. They شَبَّهَ the Prophet وسلم, has likened, has advised the believers of this world to be like the stranger. They say the stranger if he enters into a land, if he enters into a group of people, he doesn't become astonished by the actions, by the luxury, by the pleasure, by these forms of satisfaction, by every type of happiness that they find. He does not find that astonishing. Nor does he find that something that is good or befitting for him. Nor does he find being lost or being isolated In the actions of the people He makes himself be strange He makes himself be different to everyone else He finds their traditions He finds their culture He finds their actions He finds their pleasure He finds their luxury Strange And thus he is strange in the Quran and the Sunnah He is strange in his well-being He's strange in the way Allah Jalla has commanded him and prohibited him to do. He says, the scholars of Islam, the stranger, the benefit of the stranger. The stranger doesn't want to sit in the gatherings of falsehood. The stranger, the one who wants to be strange, doesn't look out for gatherings to go and sit with the brothers or to go and sit with the believers or disbelievers. He's strange in his ibadah. He's strange in everything he does. And this is why the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi says, Fatou ba for who? Fatu ba il gurabah Bada al Islam They give glad tidings, give blessings, there's honor, there's might, there's glory. For who? The ghora. Those who act in this world as if though they're strangers. They're not enticed. They're not astonished. By any of the different trials and tribulations of this world. They are not astonished, they are not enticed. By the luxuries of this world. They want to be strange, they want to be different. Because the majority of the world, the majority of the inhabitants of this world, Muslim be they or Kuffar be they, they are enticed by the luxuries of this world. Be a stranger. A stranger to luxuries. A stranger to these desires A stranger To the gatherings of falsehood A stranger To sin A stranger To displeasing Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Stranger Just like how Islam began A stranger Because at the end of time Islam will become strange Like how it began That's the first advice Of the Prophet ﷺ Is what? Kun fi what. Make this world, make everything in this world to you strange. And make yourself strange to everyone else. Make yourself in this world a stranger to everyone else. And make all of the luxuries, all of the haram, all of the ma'asi of this world something that is strange for you. Be in this world as if though you're a stranger. And then he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Thumma qala, أو ʿAbiru Sabeel, أو and what do he mean by this sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? The ulama of the Islam, they say, what he means by the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam telling us that you are a traveler, you treat yourself as a stranger and as a traveler. And what he's advising us sallallahu alayhi wa is that when a traveler reaches an area whereby he's taken some rest, he knows he's got a destination to go to. When a person, he walks and he carries his luggage, and he places it in his car. And then he drives towards a destination. Say for example, he's leaving London, he's traveling towards Manchester. As he's traveling towards Manchester, he chooses to rest in the services in Birmingham. And so perhaps he gets some food. Or he tops up petrol. Or he decides to relax a little bit. This is the Abir al-Sabeel. The traveler, the traveler who has not reached his destination is the one who has reached the services to relax, to get some food, to perhaps put his, foot, to put his feet up. He knows he's not in his final destination. He knows he's got somewhere else to go. He knows he needs to get to somewhere else. Where he is at the moment, this is how he lives his life in the dunya. The of Islam dimension. Look at the words of the Prophet كُنْ فِي الدُّنْيَا كَأَنَّكَ غَرِيمٌ أو oh, عَابِرُوا سَبِيلٌ Be in this world as if though you're a stranger or as if though you're this type of traveler that has not reached his destination. What is he saying? صلى الله عليه وسلم He is saying صلى الله عليه وسلم as Ali ibn Abi Talib رضي الله تعالى used to mention. And ibn Umar used to say رضي الله عنه after this hadith is after the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم told me to be a stranger and told me to be a traveler. I never once, I never once planted a tree again. Nor did I ever try to extend the house that I used to live in. Because I know I'm only here temporarily. When you are there, oh brother, or sister in Islam, traveling in your destination. Like how he is telling us, when you reach a place to relax a little bit. When you reach a place perhaps to fuel up your car. To eat some <laughs> food on the journey. You're never going to make that place a place whereby you purchase everything. How foolish is it for an individual that's traveling from London to Manchester when he rests in Birmingham, in the services he chooses to buy furniture, he chooses to spend all of his wealth, he chooses to buy a property in a land that he doesn't want, in a place that he doesn't want, in a place that's not his destination, in a resting place as a traveler. That's the Prophet ﷺ telling us, our brothers and sisters in Islam, how foolish is it for this slave of Allah that he spends all of his effort. He spends all of his days. He spends every year Allah Jalla has given him. He spends every single drop of wealth Allah Jalla has given him for the pleasures of this dunya when he is only here for a short time. When he is only here as a traveler. For the dunya, oh brother or oh sister in Islam. The dunya this this world, or oh brother or oh sister in Islam, is the example of a temporary service, like the example of the one that's rested for a little while at a place in his journey before going somewhere else. We are only here, oh brothers or oh sisters in Islam, not to rest, rather. Rather, we are only here, oh brother or oh sister in Islam to be able to get and acquire as many good deeds as possible to determine the level of the akhirah. To determine the level of the akhirah. So the example of the person traveling towards Manchester is not befitting. Why? Because when a person chooses to rest in the services in this dunya, he rests and relaxes. But as for the person who comes to this dunya, he's come to determine where he's going to go. He's come to determine where his final destination will be, which level of Jannah if he gets Jannah, and which level of Jahannam if he gets Jahannam. The purpose of this dunya is to be a stranger to it. A pers- the purpose of this dunya is to be like a traveler to it, not to attach our hearts, not to attach our souls, not to exert all of our efforts. To be able to acquire the things within it, because <coughs> Jannah is our final destination. Kun not fit dunya kān naka ghariba. O Gabriel, Sabeel, I will say this. And I ask you, O Muslims, to But there's quite a few spaces, inshallah, Taala. you can make some room for the brothers who are waiting outside or in the pathway, very much appreciated. والسلام <سؤال> على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعد The علماء في they say when speaking about the hadith and the advice of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وآله والمراد في الدنيا the purpose behind it and the essence behind this advice of the Prophet ﷺ is that the believer lowers their situation, lowers their level in this world as if though he's a stranger, as if though he's a person traveling. They say so he doesn't attach his heart to a land that is strange, nor does he attach his heart to any of the possessions of this world that are all referred to as things that are strange. Rather, he attaches his heart and his effort and his soul and his wealth and everything he has with him to be able to succeed. He attaches it to the Akhirah. And so he said, the Prophet used to often recite a dua, and he would say, Allahumma la'isha illa'ishu l'Akhirah. Faghfir Ansar wal muhajara. Say, oh Allah, there is no life and there is no living. Except for the life of the akhirah, so forgive the ansar and forgive the muhajirun. The believer in this world is somebody that is not enticed by any of the luxuries of this world. Nor do they spend the majority of their wealth for the luxuries of this world. And this is something to be pondered and contemplate about in today's day and age. How far we have become. How our reality has changed. From the realities of the people of the past. Look to the famous story that each and every single one of us know Abu Bakr and Umar, when they were competing with one another to raise and give charity for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Umar an, he saw that what he had with him, what he was about to give to charity, was more than that of Abu Bakr an, When the Prophet sallallahu wa asked them all to give money for the sake of Allah. Jalla wa an, so he became happy and pleased. That this is the first time he had beaten Abu Bakr. When the Prophet ﷺ asked Umar, Oh Umar, what have you brought and what have you left for Allah? What have you brought for Allah and what have you left for yourself? He said, Oh Prophet of Allah, I have brought half of my wealth for Allah His Messenger. I left half of my wealth for myself and my family. Then the Prophet ﷺ, he asked Abu Bakr the very same question What have you brought for yourself? And what have you left? What have you bought for Allah and His Messenger? What have you left for yourself? And he said to him, Ya Rasulullah, I have bought everything I own for Allah and His Messenger for charity. And I've left Allah for my family. Ponder about this hadith, O brothers or sisters in Islam. The goals and the objectives of many of us living in the West, as many of us Muslims in today's day and age, is to earn, is to save, so that we can purchase a house or that we can purchase a car, or that we can wear nice clothing, or that we can pay towards this or pay towards that. The goal and the objective of many of us living in the West is to purchase your own property, your own home. And so some of us, in fact many of us, or the vast majority of us, if not all of us, we spend the majority of our wealth for the dunya and not the akhirah. The majority of our wealth goes towards the dunya. We spend thousands of pounds in cars, thousands of pounds in clothes, thousands of pounds we save and then we intend to purchase a house. Hundreds and thousands of pounds. If we are really strangers in this world, if we are really travelers in this world, would the majority of our wealth go towards the possessions of this world or go towards the possessions of the akhirah? Look to the mindset of the Sahaba, رضي الله Every one of them, they spent, they used, to, they used to work to save, to spend for Allah. They used to work to save, to spend for Allah. None of them would spend the majority of their wealth for this dunya. The goals of, and the objectives of purchasing a house or spending a large amount of wealth. For the dunya was something that didn't used to creep not even once into their hearts. For their wealth, their time was for the akhirah. Being in this world as if though you're a stranger, their heart was not attached to anything in this world. It was the entire akhirah they were searching for. But look to us, how many of us have spent a similar amount that we spend on our cars, or on our clothes, or in our homes? How many of us can say we've spent the same amount for charity? How rare is it other than zakat? for the slave of Allah to pick up £5,000 or £10,000 and give it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Has there come a time where the slaves of Allah in today's day and age they spend the equivalent of a house or the equivalent of a rent for the house for the sake of Allah other than zakat? The tables have changed. The times have changed. The dimensions of the way we live our lives are no longer according to the advice of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi Rather, the, the Akhirah has become strange. And we're treating the Akhirah as if though we're going to be a traveler in it. And we treat the dunya to become famous, to be known in the dunya, wanting to partake and take every luxury. As if though we're going to be a full-time resident over here as opposed to the akhirah. Allah tells us about the Prophets and Messengers of Allah and the characteristic that they had in their hearts when they used to worship Allah. <laughs> <laughs> He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, remind them about our worshippers, Ibrahim and Ishaq and Yaqub. They were from the most forefront, those who had the greatest vision, the greatest of people, inna They were people that made their hearts pure. Removing every distraction in it entirely for the akhirah. In al khutirahim says, "Fala mujahid, Mujahid Taala used to say, 'Inna akhlasnahum What does it mean that they removed everything? They were entirely sincere. They made themselves such that Allah was the only thing they thought about. He says ya'maluna lil akhirah.' They made it such that all they did was for the akhirah. They didn't have in their hearts or in their actions or in their words anything other than the Akhira. All they wanted was the Akhirah. They lived for al akhirah They spoke for al akhirah They worked towards al akhirah They lived in this world detaching themselves from this, from this world as if though they were a stranger. As if though they were a traveler. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those we live our we live this world like the advice of the prophet sallallahu We ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the akhirah something that is pleasing towards us. To make the akhirah something that we yearn towards. To make the akhirah something towards we truly believe is reality. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy upon us all, to forgive us all, to raise us as people that love him, that want to worship him and that achieve and acquire his mercy. Amin. Allahumma <laughs> 'izz al-islam wal muslimin. Allah ma'hilashik al Mushriqain. Allah ma in the Ka'afuntu Hibbul Afwaq Fu Anna. Allah mahrabina ati natunya hasana. A fil Asa Hasana waqina Adabinna Allah Massadi Ala Muhammad. Wa ala ala Muhammadin Kama Sullayyta ala Ibrahima wa ada Ali Ibrahima in the Kahamidun Majid. Allahumma barik ala Muhammad. Waada Ali Muhammadin Kama Barakta ala Ibrahima wa ala ala Ibrahima inna Kahamidul Majid. Wasallallah wa sallam alabina Muhammad. Wa ada alihi wa sahabijmaen. Isala.